Hello and welcome to Comic Club. Uh, we did not just uh, almost record without my microphone on mute. No, because we are professionals. Yep. Nope. Semi pros. Nothing, nothing but professionals. Semi pro like Will Ferrell in that basketball movie. <sighs> okay, let's talk about <laughs> video games. Uh, I'm Hunter Davenport. With me is Frank Stetson. Hi. Well, we're glad to be back before our winter break. Yeah. Um, we're gonna be gone for two weeks again. <laughs> Yeah, you know, this is always a hard time of year to do this Mo- sort of thing. Mostly because I will be drunk for the most of next week, so. Bro, that's, Christmas is on Saturday. I'm, I I have two weeks off, so. <laughs> well, you've had longer than two weeks off. Yeah, let's not talk about it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, what do you got? What do you got? What do we have to talk about, Frank? It's been kind of a light week. Well, we've got some news this week. You know, Nintendo dropped a pretty sweet indie world, and I really enjoyed that. You know, we had a stalwarts like Chicory drop into the Switch right away. Yeah. Love to see that. Yeah. Had some pretty sweet RPGs that I liked a whole lot. Um, well, always good to see some more RPGs. Your computer just crashed again. <laughs> it only happens when I'm here. It's, really it, uh, I, it's, it's me. Like, I'm doing my brain. It's fine. Uh, so, Chicory. Uh, I've never played these games. Chicory is like the feel-good game of the year. It's like taking that place, you know, when Undertale came off, came out, and that yeah. game was like, took over the world. That's like Chicory's position this year, is that feel-good game. It's got a really deep storyline. It seems very surface book, like, oh, you're trying to color in the world, but it's like, oh, this is actually, like, inside out, and I'm going to ball my eyes out now, because it's Sans, striking my emotions. Is Sans Undertale in the game? <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> I was hoping you would be. You're so dreamy. Not this time. Not this time. Um, you know, I, I like these little cutesy little RPGs. I'm, I'm glad they exist. Uh, I don't usually play them. <laughs> because I have, like, there's so many other things to play. Um, I mean, I understand that. I, basically, I understand a lot. Uh, also, shout out to Akapara Games. I've got a buddy who works there. Uh, a couple of their games are coming to the Switch. Behind the Frame and Grime. And Grime looks hella good by the way it's kind of yeah. like metroidvania kind of game it's been out on steam for a while now but it's, it's a lot of fun it's you know it i i've I completely lost my train of thought uh <laughs> I, I i don't know i like for me i this is a good discussion that will kill for like another 10 more minutes probably uh for <laughs> me i feel like like what interests me in any game what interests you in any game is very different oh for sure uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of, like, spiritual successors. Like, if I see, like, oh, this game is... Like, I've been playing Forgotten City. Like, spoilers for later in the show. Uh, and that game is just, uh, clearly a Skyrim mod. It was a Skyrim mod. It was. It was, that's exactly what it was. It but was a Skyrim mod that just became its own game. I love that kind of shit, where, like, it's a game that's clearly supposed to need another game, but it's not. Is it better time loop mechanics in 12 minutes? Yes, actually. <laughs> Come on, because 12 minutes is up for Indie Game of the Year, right? Because it, it must have been good, right? Because, you know, there's, like, better ones you could have chosen. But I guess 12 minutes could be on there. At least it didn't win. If it won, oh I would be God. very upset. The, the video game world would have erupted. I, I would not be able to, like, shut the fuck up for about a week about it. Like, it's... That game sucks. I, I, I'm i a very much a person who likes kind of, like, interesting concepts more than I like... Like, oh, this is like a heartfelt story. It's like, you know, I just kind of want to see what you, what they managed to do, like, a genre that... I can see that. Yeah. Um, but you, on the other hand, you like stuff like Airful Escape and other things like that. I want to... I really like to dive into the kind of weird experimental stuff that you come up with this time, because that's what I want to play. Yeah. Like, Behind the Frames coming out the Switch, and I really want to see what the price point is, because it's such a short game. Like, two hours and under, I swear to God. There's not much to it, too. Isn't it just, like, kind of like a Tamagotchi thing? No. No, 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 no. It's, like, a really short point-click adventure game. Oh, oh wait. I think we're thinking of a different game. I'm thinking yeah. of a different game. Yeah, uh, I think you are. Behind the Frames, like, the woman painting. Very, yeah. very beautiful game. Soundtrack's amazing. It's just very, very short. Yes. But still fun in the, in the very short time that I had with it, but it felt very much like a mobile game. Yeah. Um... So I'm just interested to see what the price point's going to be on the Switch is to see if it'd really be worth it for consumers. Yeah, I, it's just like, I, I feel like indie games now are like so much different than they were uh, like when Braid was coming out and stuff. Because now it feels like, okay, there are so many different kinds of indie devs who are kind of giving out different experiences that there's so much to play that when I see, 
I like that Thirsty Suitors game that was from the Game Awards. When I saw that, I was like, okay, this clearly isn't for me, but it is interesting that they were able to make this. Um, that is my shit. Yeah, like that is. I was, I was like, oh, what's up, Scott Pilgrim? Yeah. 10, 11 years later. <laughs> Less problematic, Scott Pilgrim. Pretty much. Um, <laughs> you know, it. I, it's, I just think it's an interesting time for indie games in general. Um, there's there's cool things to play all the time. Game Pass, like we always say, there's always Game Pass. Always Game Pass, man. Like I would not even play half the indie games that I do if it wasn't for Game Pass. Yeah. It's like if you're not once again if you're not on Game Pass, what are you doing with your life? I don't. I honestly don't know. Like Game Pass for PCs coming, baby. Yeah, it's it. Well, it, it's already out. I mean, I have Game Pass on my PC, but oh, right, well, the rebrand game. The re the rebrand. Uh, hopefully, they get rid of that stupid that browser app. That's awful. Oh, is it bad? It's really bad. It doesn't boot half the time. Uh, it tells you you need to update when you don't need one. Oh, that's fun. It's a terrible, it's a terrible, like, that app is, like, terrible. I'm sorry. Um, well, Microsoft can't get everything right, right? No, I mean, hey, I mean, PC's <laughs> hard, right? It's only Microsoft making it right. About that. <clears throat> you know, it's it's a thing. Speaking of Microsoft, I know, oh, I said I want to keep this short, but there's something I want to talk about. Um, I watched the docu- six-part documentary that came out about Xbox. Oh. It's on YouTube for free. Oh, that's I fine. highly recommend it. It's very good. Um, I love finding little video game documentaries like that. It is do. really interesting how Microsoft just one day was like, we're going to get into games. And then they got into games. And they're like, we're going to make Xbox 360. And then they made Xbox 360. And now they're just, they're a gaming company, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes and no. Well, they used to be, they used to be product, they like, they were, they say in the documentary, they were a productivity company. Oh, what a word. And I what and a corporate at the time they were like they it was they were making Microsoft Office they were software they were making hardware and then they started making hardware because I think basically because of Xbox right oh yeah absolutely uh, let me tell you right now in the consumer's eyes Microsoft is very much a gaming company yep in the enterprise education it's, world it is very it's much a, a productivity it, company it's productivity software company oh my god doing trying to figure out Microsoft licenses for a school system or an enterprise is a freaking nightmare. Yeah. I mean, hey, they make good products, though. Like, Oh, they do, absolutely. Microsoft yeah. Office is like, still like the, the standard for everybody. It is pretty slick. Microsoft 365 is not bad. Um, but it is. I highly recommend that documentary if you want to see what is Bill Gates described as like a... Like, he's like a final boss, the way they describe him. It's pretty amazing. That's fantastic. Also, you know, if you've got some cool video game documentaries you want us to check out, just let us know at yeah. askcomicclub at gmail.com because we love to watch them. I watched like the, the Final Fantasy fourteen ones that uh, group did about how the game was, you know, bad. nuked and then revived. <laughs> Very and bad. Fascinating. Um, Absolutely fascinating. Um, yeah, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot to... Bella also likes to know about all these things. Yeah, you Bella, sorry, if you background. hear the squeaking toy, it's my dog. She has her toy because she's just excited people around her. <laughs> she's um, a good pup. She's a good girl. It's just she just doesn't know any better. She's dumb. But, um, to go back to the Nintendo Indie World, since we, we jumped ship there. Yeah, sorry, I, I just thought about that. I, wanted There's, to I talked about a JRPG, but I just pulled up the name here. It's called Sea of Stars by the same group who made The Messenger. If that name means anything to you. But the mess- they're, okay. they're making a, uh, a gorgeous isometric action RPG, and it's actually scored by the Chrono Trigger composer, Yasunori Masuda. Okay, alright, that's a pretty good get. And uh, if you haven't watched the trailer, go watch the trailer, because the game looks gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, it, um, I'll try to check this out, because uh, I love Chrono... Like, I haven't beat Chrono Trigger, but I love Chrono Trigger. The one I've played, Chrono Trigger is really good. Yeah. And it's very much a, a love letter to that 16-bit era kind of graphics design, and because it's like turn-based battling, but it's got a cool, nifty like eclipse system that your two heroes u- use for the battling. It looks really neat. Yeah, I want to play it. I want to play it real bad. And it takes place in the same universe as the Messenger. So if that was your your jam, yeah, the Messenger is really good. It's a little, it's very it's a very silly game, but worth playing. Um, but yeah, Nintendo Indie World. I uh, didn't get a chance to watch this, uh, but I've. Some really good, uh, good games that were showcased. Um, oh my god, have you, have you seen the Fox game yet? The Fox Tunic. Ooh, Tunic looks real good too. But no, I'm talking about the one that is called Endling Extinction is Forever. You are a mother fox trying to transport your three fox pups 
across a barren, like, post-apocalyptic wasteland to safety. That sounds pretty rad. It's like, it's gonna just tug at the heartstrings, because you can lose the kits depending on your choices. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm just like, that game's gonna kill me when it comes out in the spring. I'm gonna die playing that That's game. That's pretty cool. Uh, sounds horrific. I will stand hard for that, Mother Fox. I'll <laughs> stand, stand so hard. We stand. This is a stand cast. I will sin for this that This is the stand cast. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but that looks fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. I cannot wait for that to come out on Switch. Yeah. I want to play it real bad. It looks really, really good. Uh, you know, there's a lot of... Nintendo does really good with indie games too. I think it's like there's not always a whole lot that interests me when those come out. Looks like I said I'm more of like a like a interesting gameplay concept kind of guy. That's usually what hooks me rather than like look yep. how pretty this is or like how like it's it just that doesn't interest me. But the Switch really allows for that, which is really nice because you know the Wii was just shovelware a nightmare. Oh my God, the Wii Remember? U barely existed at all. And now the Switch is like the home where indie games go that's not yeah. PC. Because Xbox Game Pass is, you know, getting them on there for sure, but it's not nearly as strong as the Switch library no, is. And PlayStation just fails miserably when it comes to indie games. It's terrible. Yeah. They don't know how to showcase anything on that storefront. Not even a little bit. It's just, you know, I feel like Nintendo's approach to indies is more like, we got indies on our store, um, and... It, they're all games that you could see feasibly on a Nintendo. Like, they're just usually, like, uh, very Nintendo-esque games. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Um, there's not very often I see one where I'm like, that doesn't really look like it belongs on here. Maybe Stubbs a Zombie, but that's not really an indie game. Um, uh, Don't Starve is coming. Don't Starve. To Nintendo Switch. Yeah, that's a surprise. I, every time I see that game, I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, that's a thing. Don't Starve is real. It doesn't do it for me, but I know it's very, very popular. Yeah. It just kind of jumps everywhere. And, and Somehow. Maybe it's a visual in this. I don't know. The game just doesn't do it for me. I'm like, ah, that looks like fun. I don't even know what kind of game it is. Sure? Yeah, pretty much. That's a shr- that's a shrugger for me. Uh, I, I, like, I play Dunk, Don't Start with my friends sometimes. That's fun. Um, it's a very stressful game. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't want to play a stressful game all the time. Especially with my friends. Yeah. Unless I'm playing Smash, because then I'm just stressed. Yeah, now I'm just... Then I'm just Merkin Fools left Merkin right. Fools, yeah. Pretty much, pretty much. But yeah, another cool game, you know, in the game of, hey, this looks like this would be on Nintendo console, is called Locomotive. Locomotive. You're, uh, it's basically a murder whodunit on a moving train. Okay, alright. And I'm like, yeah, that's, it's an action-adventure, you know, point-and-click, basically. Alright, uh, there's then. a good, there's a room for a good whodunit every, every once in a while. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this is so, like, Phoenix Wright-ish, you know? Yeah. Right there, Ace Attorney kind of style. Well, it's good. So, you know, Nintendo Indie World knows what it's at. Versus the PlayStation Direct that we got, what, two months ago where they showed off some indie games and people were like, this was a waste of time. We did this, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, this could have been a press release. Yeah, the, the you know, <laughs> thanks Nintendo. I feel like Nintendo does this a lot. They're like, we want to do a Direct, but we don't have anything to put in the Direct. And they just, they just find and it. And then they just, like, they're like, oh, this is coming to Switch, you let's do let's do a half hour on Federation Force or something stupid, you know. Nintendo's good like that. They they know how to market their stuff. Sometimes I wonder. Catch up, catch so, up. Sometimes I wonder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else we got going on in the world this week? We've got a remake of Splinter Cell yeah. coming now, officially confirmed. Yeah. Uh, can't wait for this to have NFTs in it. I wonder if Sam Fisher is going to be in the metaverse. God, no, no metaverse. No, can we just not? We all know Ubisoft is going to do it. They already tried with a stupid Rainbow Six Siege, um, whatever it was, armor. No, it's a Ghost uh, Recon. Yeah. Something or other. It was like Ubisoft Quartz or some stupid shit like that. That was so dumb. Yeah. I can't believe they tried that. Even their developers didn't even know what they were doing. Yeah. They're like, why are you announcing this? None of us want this. We don't want to work on this. Dumb. Like, Ubisoft, as a company, is, like, quickly losing my interest, because they're always, like, we're gonna... I can't remember what the recent thing was. I was like, oh, Assassin's Creed is gonna be free-to-play, and Far Cry is gonna be free-to-play. I'm like, that, that's great, but that's not what I want from Assassin's Creed and Far Cry. You know? I was happy with what you had. Why did you need to, like, do it this way? I will never forgive them for pivoting the game so hard when they switched to the style that Origins is. On top of that, Beyond Good and Evil 3 and all that, all the weirdness with that. Like, two. It's just, two. Two, sorry. 
I forget. We've been waiting forever, Hunters. Beyond Good and Evil 2, and we'll never see it. It's not happening, guys. I'm sorry. We'll never see it. I knew that game was not happening as soon as I saw Justin Gordon-Levitt come on screen and talk about it. I was like, that game's dead. That game's (laughs) super dead. They've shown, like, things from it that was so confusing. They showed showed half-baked things from it. It's never anything solid. Ugh. I hate it. I hate it so much. I want that game. I've never, I've never seen a company des. Well, Activision Blizzard, but I've never seen a company so Oof. desperate not to want my money like Ubisoft is. They try real hard, but you know, hey, Splinter Cell is coming. It's only been eight years since the last one. For whatever reason, they just decided to crush this yeah. franchise into the dust with the Snowdrop engine. Everyone excited about that? Woo! Yeah, or something like that. This game's gonna suck. Yeah, no, it's gonna be awful. No, no. I think the stuff surrounding the game is going to suck i have a really good feeling the game itself is going to be very good yeah. i think they'll try to shoehorn some dumbass multiplayer into it yep they will which will be terrible they'll try to shoehorn nfts into it if it's still a marketable thing back that in whenever this game yeah. comes out in the next five years if that doesn't somehow crash which i'm sure it will right or games in the blockchain, guys. Great. Thanks for the hyperlink to you, nothingness. Like, who the fuck cares? Did you see... Okay, this is, this is also very real. I, I keep fucking doing this. There, there, there was a game. It was called, like, Wolf Game or something. And it was built on the blockchain. And there was a problem in the code, like an exploit. And they couldn't patch the game because it was on the blockchain. So they had to, like, scrap the game and reissue their token, everyone's tokens. And essentially start from scratch because of like they couldn't patch the game because it was on the blockchain. Yeah, this is such a good idea, right, guys? Yeah, this is awesome. This, this is great. Gonna, this is a really good way great. for games to go. Good job, Stalker Two. You, you killed it. Yeah, God, that was dumb as hell. Dumb as hell. It's so stupid. And if you're some dumbass crypto bro, try to come at us so we can squash please, you. If you ask comicclub@gmail.com, please email us and I'll ignore you. Um. Can post on a Facebook page, you know, Comic Club Facebook page. I'll just block you, honestly. I don't, <laughs> I don't fuck with that shit. I'm sorry. We will have a healthy debate, no, and then Hunter will block you. I'm not debating anybody. You're just getting blocked. Okay, I will. Can I at least troll them first a little bit? You can't if you if you get to it before I do. Listen, <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> well, okay, Bella, Bella does not like crypto. Yeah, <laughs> she, she's like, nah, Dad, I'm with you. We're just gonna crush them. Yeah, Bella, I taught her well. Um. Yeah, Swinter Cell. Well, this is the the team in Ubisoft Toronto is taking this, and they're the team who just released Far Cry 6. So, you know, that's that's a pretty good pedigree to be working with here. That was a really well-received game, for the most part. Was it? Far Cry 6? I feel like it was. I don't I don't know. I feel like that game just kind of middle of the road. I feel like Far Cry just does that, though. Yeah. there are Every every game since 3 has been like, yep, yeah, that's another one of those. Far Cry, like, flashes for the three weeks, and then it just kind of does Far Cry things. It was cool when they revealed they had Giancarlo Esposito, and then after that, the magic quickly faded. Right. I hear the narrative is mostly okay. Sure. Mostly. I, sh- I believe it. Yeah. But, you know, Ubisoft is, you know, doing things with um, Assassin's Creed. You know, they're doing, like, this joint release with, like, Odyssey and Valhalla, releasing some content for both of them at the same time. So I'm a little intrigued by that. Is it NFTs? No, they're not NFTs. You sure? It's like missions or something that doesn't Where can I buy my CryptoPunks, dude? Uh, I don't go ask FaZe Clan. Face up, bro. <laughs> Help me destroy one billion mechs for charity. But Ubisoft, uh, you gotta you gotta win us back, baby. You gotta you gotta put some effort in here. Splinter Cell's a good good start, you know, with the with Sure the it is. It's a very beloved franchise and if you Blow it up. It's it's gonna I, be real bad. I bet. I, you know. I agree. Agree with all of this. <laughs> but it's gonna. It's not gonna be good. I'm sorry. This company is dead to me. Essentially. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, let's talk some Endwalker. Actually, I want to sure. bring this up. Let's talk about Endwalker. Square Enix's Endwalker. So popular, you can't buy it anymore. <laughs> they have taken it off Storefronts, Hunter, because the game is so popular and their poor little server infrastructure cannot handle any more new I, players. I'm, I'm amazed. I've never seen this happen before. This is crazy. I don't have the source to corroborate this, but I had a friend tell me that they had three times the amount of players at Endwalker start than WoW did at the start of Shadowlands. I, that, that, I believe that. That is completely true. I was like, that's astonishing. 
Absolutely astonished. Because like it feels like more people are talking about this game than ever. Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely. People love this game. Yeah. Final Fantasy fourteen is huge. It's beloved. It's the biggest MMO on earth. It as of right now, yeah, I absolutely agree with that. What was that? Well, there was another one, wasn't there? There was just like this one one while back had like Borks and like Humans? Humans. Oh RuneScape, yeah. RuneScape. Yeah, that, that one, yeah. RuneScape, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, the biggest one in the world is Genshin Impact. We are wrong. <laughs> it's kinda. But yeah, um poor poor Square Enix here, they're doing their best. Uh, and Yoshi P is like, man, we we're real sorry about that. Here's some more free game time. 14 days more free now on top of the seven days you already got. Ooh. So you got three weeks free game time. Ooh. If you're uh, someone who if paid for the game. If you're real sweaty, you can get the max level in that time. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, you can have one character. Yeah. I mean, one job class, I should say. That's Hey, well, that's one free character. Yep. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Free character. But it's just, it's interesting to see that because, you know, Final Fantasy fourteen plateaued for years and years. And like they had little blips when their new expansions came out, right? And then all it took was Activision Blizzard to Crashing. kill an employee with sexual assault essentially. And uh, just wow in general just going down yeah. the tube and other MMOs just not being really there in the market and the Final Fantasy having such a strong pedigree that it does. So I'd say probably around the start of twenty twenty, you know, right when pandemic hit. It was when the FF14, we'll say, stocks slowly started rising a little bit in the gaming sphere, right? At that point, Square Enix did not have the ability to build up their server infrastructure because of the global semiconductor shortage that has now happened for the past year and a half. Ooh, roughly. it's going to keep going, baby! Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. So now you've got the... The world is hell! <laughs> you've gone to the point where Square Enix is like, uh, guys, we have to panic here. We can't accept any more new players because our servers literally cannot support them. It's not good when that happens. And our current population can't get in to play the game because there's all these new players. That is such a crazy problem to have is right? this game is too popular. No one can play it. We are too successful. We can't do this at this particular moment because our server infrastructure is crushed. Crushed. All of these companies are so jealous right now. Yeah, pretty much. And so... What they're doing is, like we said, they're taking the game off digital storefronts and off shelves completely for the foreseeable future, uh, at least until January, I think. And then they can't even build their server infrastructure up until spring 2022, and they're going to start the planning stages in January because of the, the state of the hardware in the world. It's it's not... I, I believe... I, honestly, like, this is for the best. It's just going to get the more players in the it's, it's going to take some time, unfortunately, because, you know, they are hosting their own data centers, and they just and didn't plan for this kind of population. It's funny, because it's, like, it's not even a problem you can be mad at. It's more of, like, no. a problem of, like, wow, holy shit, this this is crazy. <laughs> it's nuts. Uh, it's absolutely nuts. I didn't realize this could be a problem, honestly. Right. Well, aside from me, like, why, you know, why are they holding their own data centers? And I'm like, they were plateauing for years. Like, they... They didn't have the... I don't think they thought they were ever going to pass WoW at some point. Yeah, they never... Ex- uh, expected the game's been around for eight years now in, in realm reborn status so like you think at some point they're like eh, you know this is fine in, in eight years you're not expecting your population to like triple in a matter of months. i bet honestly i bet typically like if you can want to like approach the topic of building more servers you have to like survey of like this is our projective amount of players exactly it's all about budget it's all about money it's 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 like but when you all of a sudden have 80 million people playing at once or whatever the number was. Um, Definitely not that high. It, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm being exaggerative. Um, it becomes an issue. It's like, it's it like Smash Brothers didn't have this problem exactly, but when I remember when Smash Bros. Brawl came out, the reason why the the um, internet sucked for the longest time is because too many people were trying to play it. It's like, this, is a, this happens, but not to this scale. To the point where you're like, Okay, nobody else buy this game until we figure this shit out. Pretty much. And they're, like, releasing a patch next Tuesday to try to uh, solve some of these login queue issues oh, and error code issues that they're still falling into. They're like, we thought we fixed this, but then we figured out we didn't actually fix it, so thank you to our player base for providing us I, all these bug reports. I follow this streamer, Pat Sterzat, and I swear to God, he, this guy doesn't ever stream past 8, 8 p.m. or so. The other day, I looked down on my phone, and he was streaming at, like, 7 a.m. in the morning. He's like, ah, end walker time. We need to get, log on now so I can get in. Yeah, the best time I've gotten in is on the weekends. If I log in at, like, 10.30, it was like, oh, 52-person queue. Great. See, and I, I, I'm not, 
I haven't played FF14 in a while, only just because I have so many other games I want to play. Yeah. Um, yep. And I don't have the time to devote myself. Uh, whenever I like, whenever I'm like, oh, I should play that, and then I think about it, I'm like, man, I'm gonna have to wait for like three hours to play. By that time, I'm just gonna be booting up my Xbox. Well, guess what? Now you can't play Endwalker for a while. Yeah. Well, I can play the <laughs> demo. I mean, the trial I still have. Uh, yeah, but if you're a free trial player, they, like, boot you to the back of the line every time. That sucks. Oh, well, <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I'm a fucking flub. They want their paid customers to get in, not their free trial I mean, players. Fucking, I, I generally, like, that's, a, that's an MMO I look at. I'm like, I, I wish I was as devoted to MMOs as Frank is, because I want to play this so bad. Yeah. That's the hard thing with Final Fantasy XIV, is, like, it's an MMO in style and gameplay, but, like, it really is a single-player MMO. It is. It is a... It's fun. It's a huge branching storyline it's, it's a it's a final fantasy game you can play with other people yeah yeah and that's what makes it so good i think is like i think it's finally people understand like oh these games are actually really good when they're really good and they have neat original classes like the reaper and sage classes just and came I, out with anyway walker and, and i know i harp on this a lot but the fucking music in ff14 so is fantastic i'll say it again i like i will be doing something I've done a hundred a bunch of times already in the game, but I I won't like watch something. I won't have other music on. I'll just be having that game on because the music is so good. I listen to I listened like when I when I was working. I was listen, I listened to those soundtracks while I worked because like it was just that good. They are very good. Um, so it's great. You know we hope for the best for you moving forward. Uh, it's unfortunate slash fortunate that this is happening. Right, <laughs> unfortunately you can't get more players in, but very fortunate about how popular the game is. But at the same time, server infrastructure has been crushed, and hopefully, this can be remedied sometime in the next three hopefully, months. Maybe someday. Uh, thank you, uh, semiconductor uh, industry, just being crashed and crushed right now. Thanks to the fact. Thanks, issues. COVID. Uh, pandemic definitely doesn't help. Uh, like I said earlier, scalpers have never helped, and crypto bros, you also haven't helped. So yeah, thank you. Fuck for, off. Uh, buying all graphics card immediately. And other you hardware. Fucking assholes. Right. Thank you for that. I, I here's what I don't get about the crypto thing. It's like you guys get cyberbullied all the time. At what point do you guys realize it's fucking lame? Because right. it's so stupid. It's such a stupid thing to be like. It's not that lame. It, it's pretty fucking lame, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're just they're just so deep into that it's, hole. It's not even like the vape thing. The vape thing. I feel like all that the blowback from vaping was like kind of overblown because it's like it's just smokers. That's what it was. It's like, but this is just like. You're buying currency that crashes every other day, and I'll hyperlink to a server to art that you don't probably actually don't even own. But I can right click and own it on my desktop. Thanks for that. Yeah, like it's just so it it's I don't understand. I don't understand either. Like why I enjoy what you enjoy, but I I'll never understand it. It's a weird. We we do really truly live in the worst timeline. We do. It fucking sucks, and I'm. This is the worst it's ever been. We we rolled a six, and that's just where we are right oh, now. Oh, God, I don't want to think about d d right now. <laughs> yeah. How about some good news this week, right? Yeah. We have an indie studio that has formed the very first, and this is shocking that this is the case in 2021, the very first video game workers union in North America. Yep. Shocking. Yep, and it's, I honestly, like, looking around at what's going on, like, in the gaming industry, like, Bungie and Activision, uh, this is going to spread. It's good. It has to. It has to. Like, Blizzard... I Blizzard's going to form you uh, the hardest you have ever seen in my goddamn life. That's what's going to happen. Pretty much, in America. Um, there is, you know, obviously there's game studios overseas in, like, Germany and Sweden who have pretty much workers' That's, rights baked into their laws in the country. It's, it's an unfortunate reality of America where it's like, we are... We live in a very exploitative yeah, country for, like, labor. Come on, capitalism! Woo! Yeah, like, we... Boomer Nation. And, I, and, I, and I'm not, like, I'm not, like, I'm not, like, uber anti-capitalist. I have, I have anti-capitalist beliefs, and I, under, I understand um, that that might run people the wrong way. But uh, I think if you say that this is, like, anything that happens in this country when it comes to workers is not exploitable, you are insane. You're a crazy person. You're wrong. Like, every, like we get exploited every day. Like, it's... It's never. It's not fair for us ever. But now's the time, baby. Labor unions, workers' rights, get them. Yeah. This is a labor-first movement in the U.S. going right now, as I like to say. Yeah. And uh, like when when unions form, I have very little sympathy for people who are like, "Oh, what? Oh, come on, this is bad." Like, it's not. I'm sorry. Like, 
This is what happens. So like, people who say unions are bad are the ones who like to boot like billionaires. It's and millionaires. so. It's always so weird to me when people are anti-union because it's like, it's like, what at what level is having more control over your employer bad? You know what union I'm anti of? The, the police union. Yeah, me my too, man buddy. knows what's up. All right, cab. We were, we were a video game podcast host. Let's get back on the video yeah, game. Yeah, I smell bacon. Oink oink. Uh, <laughs> so we were talking about the developers at Vodeo Games, a good little indie uh, startup studio that released the excellent turn-based pinball RPG Beast Break. I've never this played year. this game. I never also heard never it until today. Played it either, but also very excited about this. And you know what their CEO was like? They're like, yeah, you know what? You're right. You formed that union. We're, we support you fully. Why can't more CEOs be like that? Yeah, Bobby. Support your workers. Bobby. Be this person. Bobby and whoever runs Bungie, I guess. I don't know. I, I'm not fully up to date on the Bungie situation, but it sounds bad. I'd just like to shout out to Asher Volmer, founder and co-director at Vodio. Yeah, Vodio if you're listening. For, they're just like, yeah, we, we recognize our workers and they want to organize. Grant, it's only a studio of 13, but still, that's a start. Yeah. It's the first one in the country. They're like, yeah, we're excited for what you're going to do here and make the company better. I mean, to be the first one is huge. Like, it's not, it's not anything to sneeze at. Um, but, yeah, they're doing it. Unions are coming. I, I honestly think this is going to be the start of the unions. It's going to happen. It's like, oh, it takes one little one little tumble of that That's little right. snowball. Now people, they got the ideas in their head, and now it's going to happen. And it's honestly... You know whose fault it is? It's the CEOs and the board directors of all these companies who exploit people. People are not money. No, it's like, like you you can't like you can't force people to do shit like like the okay the st- that was stuff that was happening at Blizzard, for example. I don't know what Bobby thought was going to happen when it got out. He didn't think it was going to. They were stealing like people's breast milk that was this is all about, this is what was gonna happen bobby was gonna be ousted it just so weird so weird like who the fuck does that i don't even understand up. don't um, get it but yeah it's the uh, i I'm think this... sure activision blizzard is uh some of their stuff people are still in a walkout strike from uh, and the layoffs to raven software i believe last week there was a memo sent out to Blizzard people like, uh, like, hey, don't don't form a union. That would make us sad. Don't well, do that. Well, well, please don't make form a union. Ooh. Oh. It was like, <laughs> hey, let me hand out more union cards. Yeah. Let's As they're lighting the firing pits so they can char Bobby Kotick over open flame. Oh, my God. Pretty much uh, eat the rich is yeah. basically what we're saying here. The, eat the rich. Just eat the rich. Yummy, That's... yummy billionaire flesh. God. Yeah. You know what? It's just a shame. It is. It's just a shame. It's just where we're at in the world, unfortunately. Yeah. But man, I have an adventure this week. Let me tell you about this. Oh boy. Oh yeah, this is. This is I the... saw some of this on Facebook. I was just sad. And I was I, very sad. I'm so. I'm gonna let you tell a story, but like, there's a bit of this I'm very confused over. Um. So basically, I, in my infinite wisdom, uh, signed up for Sony's registration lottery to be like, hey, wow, well, come buy a PS5. We'll we'll be super happy to give you one. But like, awesome, great, love it. Was never expecting an actual email from them because I figured I'd just be at the bottom list forever because that's just my luck. Well, lo and behold, a couple weeks ago, I got an email from Sony saying, "Hey, here's your window to come buy a PS5. Come on over." And one of the steps said, "Hey, this is going to be your private shopping experience on this time." Oh, that guy really loves Xbox. Holy shit, man! Sorry, dude. Didn't know you <laughs> Microsoft shell. Damn. That's a Microsoft boy right there. But they get back to us, so I'm like, okay, so this is my little five-hour window of time. Great. My personal shopping experience, great. I can just jump into this at any point in time in that five-hour window, and I'll be able to buy a console. Great. Love it. I love that idea. So I don't have to, like, panic buy at, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon when I'm See, working. This is how it should work. This is how it should work. Yeah. Unfortunately for me, I uh, did not fully understand and recognize the situation for what it obviously was. And me and my happy little, oh, not the entire world's not bad yeah. state of mind. I was like, ah, this is oh, great. Capitalism works sometimes. Look at this. I can I can just jump in this little window and just buy a PS5 whenever I want within that five-hour window. Boy, folks, was I wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. So, I got home from work, jumped on my laptop, hit my little access enter button, and jumped into the store. And lo and behold, all the consoles were sold out. But you know what wasn't? All the accessories. All the games for the console I don't have. Well, 
was the point of giving you a lottery thing if you weren't going to be guaranteed? Like, at, at that point, don't even do the lottery system if you don't have enough to, like, like, like systems to give out. What's the point? That's my exact thing. It's like, if you're going to invite X amount of people, you should have X amount of PlayStation 5s yeah. to give out. And it's only one per email address or one per, per PSN, which I understand. That's the way it should it, be. Absolutely. It literally is the solution to the problem. Like, right. it is. And they didn't do it for some reason. No. I was shocked. I'm like, I didn't realize that this was going to be a Black Friday free-for-all at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And that's what I should have been prepared for. And lo and behold, I went back to the email and looked at it, and right below where it says you're going to come buy a PS5 is... Subject to availability, uh, products, you know, the uh, I lost the words. I'm so I'm <laughs> worried about What's it. What's the point? It's so stupid. I just I was astonished. So I audibly swore out loud while my girlfriend was still working. Oh. <laughs> Luckily, she wasn't on a phone call. Jesus. I was just so mad. I'm like, I guess, you know, this week was just not the week for it. It just was not meant to be. I'm just not meant to have a PS5 yet. Which, you know, my credit card is thankful of, honestly. Yes. Um, so now my credit card's paid down a little bit more, and good. I, you know, my credit good, score's good, just good. gonna go up a little bit more. So yeah. it's fine. It's whatever. That's what it's about, though. You gotta, it's... It, you gotta look, look for those silver linings, you know? I don't understand what Sony's fucking thought process is with this stupid lottery thing, but it's clearly, like, a, some sort of money grab that I don't understand. I, I mean, I understand, like, okay, you want to sell consoles direct to the consumers and avoid scalpers, but then if you're gonna invite all these people to come in and buy Have consoles... Have the, like... It's literally like you solve the issue by having enough, like a certain amount, and then giving out the lottery numbers. Right. Which they did, but then they just didn't have the consoles for it, apparently, which I just don't understand. It's so weird. It just doesn't make any sense. Right. Like, it's such a dumb way to go about it. So I went ahead and I signed up again, and I never got a confirmation email about this, so maybe it's like one chance at a time for the next so year or whatever. That so was, That's stupid. So if I get an email in the next three to six months, I'll keep everyone updated, but if not, you know, it just it wasn't meant to be, which is fine, because I have plenty to play, let's be honest yeah, here. Xbox Game Pass keeps me there's busy. There's so much to play right now. So much to play. I, I have a feeling that, like, it'll be like, it'll be a year. I, I, I guarantee it'll be a year, but, like, I think that we will see... Xbox and PS4 5s on the shelves at some point. X yeah, Xbox Series X and PS5s. P Series because, S you can find pretty much anywhere. Yeah. I have one. Yeah. It's pretty easy to get. Um, Xbox Series S is... Uh, I'm going to keep calling it Xbox Series GP because that's what it is. It, it is. It's a Game Pass machine. I love mine. It's my baby. Yeah. Um, There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> it's not weird. Uh, it's fine. So yeah, it was just... It was mild disappointment. I was just frustrated situation. Then I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? It just... Now it's just not the time. When Final Fantasy 16 gets a release date, then it will be the time. Yeah. Then you can go to a scalper site. No, <laughs> fuck kidding. off. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. No, I will never do that. No, never, never. do that. Ever, 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 ever. So now we can jump into, hey, Hunter, what you been playing this week? I've been playing The Forgotten City, um, which is a time loop set into like the, like a, uh, like a little secret town in ancient Rome. Uh, that game's cool. Uh, I have an issue with it, though, and that issue is I'm dumb, and I don't I don't understand what it wants me to do during the loops. Okay. Uh, it gives me quests, and then I try to do that quest, and then doing something will trigger the loop. And I'm like, oh, no, I have to go run and do the stupid portal thing. Um, it's a, it's really good. It, that's not, that's a me problem, I think. It's not the game's problem, because right. it's clearly telling me what I need to do, but, like, when I do it, it's clearly not working, because I'm doing it wrong. Uh, the voice acting, all that stuff is great. It, it's definitely a Skyrim mod. Uh, it's, it's a, that's the funniest part about this. Like this fully fledged game started as a Skyrim mod. And they're like, you know what? You see it immediately that it's a Skyrim. Oh my mod. god! You look at the screenshots game you're like this is Skyrim. That, it, I recognize this model type. Yep. You see, and like the way the characters talk and like kind of walk around, you're like, this is Skyrim as all hell. Right. Right. So, uh, what do you think? How's it feel? It's good. I, I What's like the gameplay it. like? I like it. I don't know if I'm going to put it on my game on your list, but it's fun. Um, there's not a lot of real in-depth gameplay. It's more just like going around and asking people questions, uh, which can get tedious. <laughs> yes. I hear it's a fairly short experience. It is. Very short. Once as far hit, as I can tell. I'm going to hit 40 hours on this thing because I don't know what I'm doing. No. Um, <laughs> is, is this one with multiple endings? I don't know. No. I, not, I didn't do much research on this prior. I was like, oh, that sounds, I heard about this game. It's cool. I'm going to play it. And then I played it, and I don't know what I'm doing. Once again, the year of Time Loop Games continues. Yep. Death Loop, this game, uh, 12 minutes. That game that sucks. Um, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. 
haven't really been playing much else, really. I've just forgotten City. I uh, I, I downloaded uh, Dragon Quest XI because like I want to finish that game. So I've never finished a Dragon Quest game before. I want to do it. I've so never played a Dragon Quest game. They're really good. They're just really long and kind of like anime as fuck. Yeah, they are. So it's like, man, I don't know if I can finish this. That's what Tales games are for. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll get the Tales to arrive eventually. Yes, get that Tales of Arise. I'll get to it. Uh, really, if when I got a PS5, like the most game I was really looking forward to was Tales of Arise. Yeah, and by the time you get else. it, it'll be like twenty bucks. Pretty, <laughs> it will be. Yeah, it'll be great. I can't wait. It'll be awesome. You have all. You get all the games that like came out this year. You can get them probably for super cheap. But right. you get one. Cannot wait. Yeah. When I get a PS5 at the end of next year. Yeah. <laughs> if that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> oh goodness gracious. Um. Yeah. What about you, Frank? What have you been playing? Man, so I played a good amount of Endwalker last week. Yeah, I yeah. think I poured about 10 hours in on a Saturday. Yeah. And just like crushed through Stormblood as yeah. much as possible. And I'm pretty sure I'm on the tail end of that expansion right now. It's been really good. really enjoying the storyline. It's fantastic. Oh, God. It's crushing me with characters. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. But you know what? As much as we say Microsoft Game Pass is a deal, sometimes, sometimes games go away and you're not expecting them to. Yeah. Frank, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. So, How many times have I told you to play Yakuza? Uh, not only you, but my friend Chris uh, Mraz has also told me, Frank, you need to play Yakuza, because I just played through the entire series I've, at the beginning of last year. When we started the show, I said, Frank, you haven't played Yakuza, and you're like, yeah, I gotta get on that. And then Game Pass is like, Frank, you can't play Yakuza anymore. <laughs> Listen, so with the switch over at the end of December, Yakuza 0, uh, Kiwami, and Kiwami 2 are all going away. I'd argue you, can, you don't have to play the Kiwami. I'm gonna play the Kwame games. You okay? I'm not, they're good. I just I I argue you don't have to play them if you don't want to. I don't have to play any of these games, but I'm going to. I mean, are you playing Kuzu Zero though? That's I am. Cool. So, in an absolute panic when I saw that news, I'm like, oh god, I need to download these three Yakuza games right now. I'm like, okay, it is December 14th. They're going away in the 31st. I have 17 days to play through these games, all three of them. Am I gonna play them to completionist? Am I gonna do any side content? The answer to these questions is pretty much no. Um, so I looked up how long they beat. Roughly, Yakuza 0 is roughly a, a little over 30 hours. Ooh, just main yeah, story. Yeah, it, it is. And Kiwami 1 and 2 are roughly 18 hours apiece. But I will tell you, I'm going to warn you, the most quality parts of Yakuza 0 are the side are the side quests. And I understand that. I just don't have time for it. I don't have time. I don't have time for it. You could just buy it. I could. But I'd rather just play it via Game Pass. At some point, usually when these games start disappearing from Game Pass, it's because they're going to show All up right. somewhere else. Or as part of a deal, at or least, bundle. at least, promise me you're gonna play like a dragon after this. Oh, for sure, I will continue. If you don't get through the other ones, like a dragon is the one you should play the most. I'm hoping that in January they're not gonna be like, oh, three, four, and five is leaving at the end of January. I don't think they will. I think there's something weird about those. The first three. Yeah, because there's also because there's also like it's you have three, four, or five available. But you also have like the remastered collection of three, four, or five available on Game Pass, which I don't quite understand why that's separate. I don't know either. It's very weird. It's super weird. I don't because I I think part of it is like. Uh, you can get the the full pack because oh, I know you, if you buy a game through Game Pass, you get it at a discount, twenty percent discount, yeah. which is always nice because like every once in a while I'll find a game that I play and I'm like, you know what, I'll buy this and like I and I do. Um, but uh, I think it's just because of the package deal thing. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't we'll know. see. I I'm not Phil Spencer. I don't know. But basically, um, as of Tuesday night, I've been I have now started panic playing Yakuza Zero, trying to get through it by the end of the month. <laughs> Oh my god. I'll see by the end of next week, really. You might do it. I, if I put, like, X amount of hours in per per weekday, and then, like, I can really crush it you on You just weekends, gotta get... I can make this happen. Halfway through it by Christmas. I can do... Oh, that's easy. Yeah. I have so much time off over Christmas. Well, not so much time off, but I have enough time off to like, make things happen. Realistically, those... Friday... Christmas on a Friday and Saturday, so, like, those two days, you probably won't be able to play, because you, you got um, your girlfriend and the kids, right? So it's like... One, one kid. One teenage girl. I, I, I don't know what your family is. <laughs> your family. Yeah, girlfriend, who's a lovely woman, and we have our 15-year-old daughter, and that's it. And anything about when it comes to teenagers, they want to ha- hide out in the rooms and not deal with you. You're right. So I've got plenty of time. <laughs> you know, like Joseph Perry says, kids are awesome. So <laughs> go get one if you don't have one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you said that. On, that was on so mic. good. Um, but yeah, no, dude, you got you to gotta play him. So I'm hoping... Come January, I'm like so involved in the Yakuza series at this point. I'll like download three and like just be able to enjoy it and not panic play it. 
unless for some reason three, four, or five disappear at the end of January, which means I will just be sad. Because then I'm just panic playing Yakuza for the next three months. Yeah, that's how it should be, though. No. <laughs> but usually when these games start disappearing from these platforms, because they're either going to show up somewhere else, or they're going to be rebundled somehow, or something's going to happen, and that's usually how it happens. Yeah. I mean, that's why the Final Fantasy games are disappearing off of Game Pass, because they're showing up other places. So. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But that you means can play I 13 my... too now, though. I know. And I have, now I've had to put 13 on the back burner because Yakuza's disappearing. Yeah, exactly. But I know 13's going to be around for a while because they just released 13 too. And like, you can't get rid of the first game after playing the second yeah, game. That wouldn't make that, any sense. You just stop. Stop playing those games. Cause... Uh, Steam was actually sending me a mail in message day like, hey, by the way, 13 2 and Lightning Returns are on sale I on know, Steam. I, I own all three of those games. Yeah, <laughs> I bet you do. So I was like, I'll have to own these at some point. So I do. So I'm waiting for Lightning the Returns to show up in January on the Game Pass. You're waiting for Lightning to return? Yeah, me too, buddy. <laughs> Did you become a crystal? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Those games are so dumb, I love them. God, that's totally makes no sense. But I'm enjoying my time in Yakuza 0 um, so far. I had to restart because at no point do they explain that the phone is a save yep. point. They never <laughs> tell you that. I figured that out myself. I was like, oh, yep, that's how that works. Because I saw a little icon on my left-hand side, and I thought, oh, hey, that must be the autosave thing. Great. can't. That's awesome. So I turned the game off, turned it back on. I'm like, I don't have any save files oh. here. But it was only, I was only like two hours into the game, but the first two hours of the game were like 90% exposition. And I think there's autosave, but I don't think it case in for two hours in the game, which is unfortunately. <laughs> I haven't seen any autosave yet from this 2015 game, which is weird. Yeah. Um. So I just I skipped through all the story stuff uh, on my second time because I watched it all the first time and then the second time it was like I got through it in like twenty minutes because <laughs> like there's so much exposition in the beginning of that game. Jesus, Which, it's setting up the world. I understand that. The, it was like it was a lot. Most of those games are ex- ex- exposition. It's, it was exposition city. Yes, I, and I'm enjoying the brawling gameplay. Like I'm playing the game on easy because like yeah. I don't need to play a game like that on normal or hard. Like that there's no reason to play any Yakuza game on anything but easy. I'm sorry, people will disagree with me, but like. I'm sorry. Th- those games are not skill. Like, who cares? <laughs> it, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying beating up dudes. That's cool. Yeah. Kiryu is an unstoppable machine. He's gonna he's gonna murk people regardless. Let me let me experience the unstoppableness. But yeah. yeah, I'm I'm enjoying playing it more. I really love uh, Kamurocho, the whole area. Kamurocho, yes. Uh, it's it, it's a really good time of year for me to play this game because I went to Japan five years ago, so like... And you'll never be able to go back again. More than likely at this point, yes. Thank you, COVID, pandemic. Yeah, woo! Thank you, boomers. I'm like, oh man, I remember Japan. That place is awesome. Family Mart is the best convenience store in the world, bar none. I want, I want to go to Japan so bad, but I can't because of COVID. I really want to go. One day you will. One day you will. You make it happen. Yeah, I want to go. Dreams can happen, but yeah. I want to go find Nintendo and give... Mario Hug. <laughs> but, like, we're supposed to raid tonight. Wow, and I was like, can I just play Yakuza 0 instead, guys? You can do both. No, because the... You're, that's true, you can't do both. I, I'm only so good. Um, if the Xbox was in the same room as my PC, absolutely, I'd be able to pull that off. The, but it's not. So. I used to I used to work with a guy who, who shoutcasts League of Legends. Like, he's like a shoutcaster. He's, like, he's big into that game. And when I was talking to him, I was like, yeah, man, I haven't played League in a while. Uh, you know, I've been trying to. I tried at the time. I was trying out Final Fantasy XIV, and he goes, "Does that game need hands? Meaning, do you actually have to play?" I was like, "Buddy, you do have to play." Yeah. What? <laughs> what? He was under the impression that you don't like. It's just like, like you click on things and things die. Essentially. What? Yeah. This isn't like an auto scroller or a. <laughs> yeah. An AFK arena crazy. type of situation. I, I I I like. I was thinking. I was like, there are, there are entire MMOs where you don't have to touch the keyboard. Probably. Like and, and a lot of mobile ones. Yeah. Those uh, idle idle clickers. Those kind of ones. Yeah. 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 Those ones. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I've basically been up to. Uh, that little end marker action and uh, just totally stepping off World of Warcraft as much as possible, except for raid nights. Which just felt really nice, actually. Yeah. That game sucks. <laughs> I'm just so mad. I just want to get this heroic character down so we can just be, like, done. I just want to kill heroic Sylvanas and just never touch the game again until 9.2. And even then, I'm like, I don't know how much I care. I'll, get, Frank, I'll, I'll play it again. You'll play it again. You have a terrible... I have a problem. I like being the biggest and bestest in numbers. I like big numbers. Well, number go up. I like number go up. Uh, I'm such a number grow up guy. Yeah. Um. Anyways, on that note, I think we can wrap. It's been almost Absolutely. Hour. As always, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at the Comedy Club Podcast, 
If you have any questions, concerns, you want to shit talk us, uh, ask us some questions, we'd love to answer some questions, please send us emails at askcomicclub at gmail.com. As always, you can find us on Twitter at GameStetson and at Young underslash Kame underslash. Um, you can, you know, like all those things Frank said, um, email us at askcomicclub at gmail.com. Um, what else? What else is there? Uh, reviews. Reviews. That's right. I, I'm. I'm sorry, guys. I'm a little off tonight. I've been. It's been a long, stressful couple weeks, so my brain is kind of all over the place. Um, reviews. If you could go, if you're listening on iTunes, uh, would, could you please leave us a review? Five star only. I don't. I won't. If you, I will read five star reviews on this podcast, but only five star podcasts. I will not negotiate with terrorists. Um, that's not true he does all the time nope anyways uh, <laughs> social media comic club um, oh yeah oh, like I, like we said in the beginning we are taking a two week break oh, right um, after that we will be returning with our game of the year discussion I know how bold of us to do game of the year stuff after the start of the new year Honestly, we need the time. We need the time to uh, yeah. a couple weeks to really explore more of these games. Yeah. Uh, as someone who does not have a next-gen console, me playing new games is actually a uh, thank-you game pass, pretty yep. much. So that gives me a lot of time, and if I'm not panicked playing Yakuza 0 the entire time. <laughs> as we all series, will be. Eh, I'll figure it out. But yeah, we'll be back with those Game of the Year uh, awards and list. And if you've got some thoughts on that, please let us know. Exactly. And uh, as always, God bless the ring. Thank <laughs> you.